Welcome to the Tailblazers Podcast. Hi everyone, it's Rich from Tailblazers here. This weekend we're launching our Chelston Heritage Trail, uh, which is a trail that takes in all of the uh, fantastic historical and heritage sites we've got here in Chelston in Torquay. But don't worry if you can't make it. Our friends at Sound Communities have put together this fantastic heritage audio trail. Um, so if you want to do the walking route but you can't make it on Saturday, all you need to do is get yourself to the junction of Walnut Road and Old Mill Road in Torquay and press play. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to our Heritage Audio Walks. This project was funded by Active Devon and the Torbay Connecting Actively to Nature initiative in partnership with Tor Abbey. We start our walk at the junction of Old Mill Road and Walnut Road in an area once known as Charleston Square. Old Mill Road runs roughly north to south here and before the coastal road was built it was the main road to Paynton. It was an area of some importance. The proclamation of King Edward VI succession was read by the mayor here in 1901, as well as at Torquay Town Hall. Adjacent to the small grassy triangle, now overshadowed by mature trees, is the Biggie Fountain, also known as Chelston Drinking Fountain. This was given to the community in 1897 by local philanthropists Elizabeth Biggie and her husband Francis. He was an adventurous Geordie who became a pioneer, investor and politician in Queensland, Australia and retired to Charleston in 1873. The fountain is shaped out of limestone and granite and its spout takes the form of a dragon's head. The Biggies were involved in the early anti-visection movement so it's no surprise to find that there are bowls set into the base to provide water for thirsty dogs. A few metres north on Old Mill Road are the two oldest buildings in the area, Charleston Manor and Charleston Cottage. Parts of Charleston Manor date from the late 16th century and it used to function occasionally as the Dower House for Cockington Court. When the Lord of the Manor died, his wife would move into the Dower House to make room for his heir to move in. The stables opposite Chelston Manor were also home to Chelston's first fire station. Just around the bend is Chelston Cottage, a fabulous two-storey thatched house with parts dating from the 17th century and featuring an 18th century ice house in its grounds. If you take Old Mill Road between the manor and cottage, please take great care because there is no pavement and the road is narrow and blind. It is more pleasant to walk another 100 metres up Walnut Road to St Matthew's Parish Church, which was built between 1895 and 1904 on land donated for the purpose by Richard Malloch. His second wife, Elizabeth, laid the first stone. It's a mixture of arts and crafts and Gothic Revival influences was designed by Hubert Collette and Charles Nicholson. It was one of Nicholson's first architectural works and he would eventually be knighted for his work restoring medieval churches and building new ones. Opposite the northern side of the church, St Matthew's Road continues to the northeast, passing a small road behind the houses in Walnut Road. This road is in fact the original road from before Walnut Road and the church were constructed. Follow St Matthew's Road uphill, arcing to the right if the church is behind you, to Greenway Road. Then turn right downhill to Greenway Road's junction with Old Mill Road. Charleston Cottage is now on your right. The route continues to the left to Our Lady of the Walsingham and St Cuthbert Main Church, previously Charleston Methodist Church. The land for this church was also leased from Richard Malloch and is sited close to an old quarry, now occupied by Ashfield Court, from which much of the building material must have been derived. 
It was opened in 1908 with seating for 500 people and was home to Chelston's Methodist for over 100 years. The church has a prominent octagonal tower in local red sandstone, standing in contrast to the grey limestone of St Luke's Church on the opposite side of Tor Valley. Continue downhill round the bend to the lower part of Old Mill Road, which is something of a heritage hotspot. On the left is the site of the former Cockington Primary School, founded in 1892 thanks to the generosity of, who else? Richard Malloch, who built the school and charged a peppercorn rent for its first seven years. The school outgrew its buildings in the 1980s and has been relocated to further down on Old Mill Road, and the old school is currently being converted into residential properties. Behind the school are the parish rooms, presented by Richard Malloch to the parish in around 1899, now home to Christiao... Now home to a Christiaelfian church. The Royal Shops has always been the centre of Chelston life and featured the Cockington and Chelston Coffee Tavern Company, the first in the area, in Victorian times. The triangle of land behind the shops to the east is a community space that was once home to local fire station and was the drill and parade ground for the fire service. The station still stands today but is now home to a community centre. At the bottom of Old Mill Road is Cheryl Park. In June 1928, 371 Chelston residents successfully petitioned Torquay Corporation to purchase the land adjacent to Malloch Road and Old Mill Road for it to be converted into a public park with a playground for children in the upper portion and a shelter. Opened on April the 23rd, 1930, Chelston Park later renamed Cheryl Park and is found and is fondly known today by many locals as Pretty Park. The Cheryl Stream runs down the valley through Pretty Park and continues under the road and railway tracks. Overlooking this whole scene is the former Sharon House of Rest for Ladies, built in 1888 by the Dowager Countess of Castle Stewart as a widow's convalescent home. In front of it was the terminus for the steam buses that used to run between here, Torquay and St Mary Church in the early 20th century. Underneath the railway bridge are a couple of other points of local interest. On the left is where Herring's Mill, which Old Mill Road takes its name from, stood between at least the 13th century and its demolition in 1878. It is remembered in the names of the houses and B&Bs that now stand in its place. A few metres further on, on the other side of the road, is a stone that used to mark part of the boundary between Chelston and Torquay. Back through the railway bridge, we turn left on Rosary Road, which was bombed on the 4th of September 1942. Several of the houses were destroyed and five people died. Another bomb fell on Dorneford on Old Mill Road, where another lady was killed. If you look carefully, you'll see the bombed houses have been rebuilt in a slightly different style. Follow Rosary Road along and at the end you'll see a path on the right that leads back up to Huck's Table Hill. This was once the main route from Torquay to Cockington. Follow the road down under the railway bridge and carry on down Rathmore Road to its junction with Walnut Road. On the left are the playing fields of Tor Valley North which were occupied by the Devon Rosary and Fruit Farm Limited from at least the mid-19th century right up to 1951. A hundred thousand rose bushes were grown here each year and some were shipped as far away as South Africa. The company's name is remembered in the name of Rosary Road. If you're getting tired at this point, turn right up Walnut Road, passing various shops and cafes filled with tempting refreshments and return to the start. 
If you're feeling it and want to continue, carry on along Rathmore Road until you get to Torquay Railway Station. This was actually the second railway station to be built in Torquay after Tor Station, which was originally called Torquay Station, and it opened in 1859. Just opposite is the Grand Hotel, which opened as a much smaller concern in 1881 to take advantage of the influx of tourists brought in by the railway and subsequently much expanded. Its famous guests over the years have included Agatha Christie, who spent her honeymoon here, the Rolling Stones and the Royal Air Force, who billeted troops here in World War II. Cross over the road at the pedestrian crossing and walk round to Corbin Head. This little promontory was quarried by the monks from Tor Abbey, and the adjoining beach features a pretty set of beach huts in the summer. It was the site of a tragedy in World War II when an anti-aircraft gun exploded during a demonstration, killing five members of the Home Guard and their commanding officer. A memorial marks the spot, dedicated to all who served in the Home Guard, particularly the six who died here and the 1,200 other Home Guards who died during the war. Carefully cross the busy road or return to the pedestrian crossing and climb Seaway Lane, which may have been the boundary between Chelston and Cockington before the former was assimilated into the latter after Doomsday. Seaway Lane was once known as Castle Lane, as it is believed that this was the site of an ancient hill fort. Three Stone Age axe heads were also found at Chelston Tower on Rawlin Road towards the top of the hill. Cross over the junction of Hennepin Road and keep going until you get to a T-junction. There is no pavement on this section of the walk, so please take great care. Now, just before the top is a plaque placed Torbay Civic Society to commemorate the fact that once was a remarkable construction here. William Froude lived at Chelston Cross from 1867 to 1879 and built the world's first experimental tank for testing scale model ships. The Navy quickly became interested in his pioneering work and soon Froude was entertaining visitors from all over the world. Sadly, the tank is no longer here, but his old house, Chelston Cross, the first Victorian house to be built in Chelston, still stands. Albeit converted into flats, hidden from public view inside is an astonishing flying staircase, built out of the Columbian pine by Isambard Kingdom Brunel's son, Henry. Now turn right at the T-junction and follow Old Mill Road back up towards Chelston Cross, walking past Orchard Cottage, formerly St Gabriel's, at the junction with Chelston Road. The stretch of Old Mill Road from here to Chelston Cottage is where most of pre-Victorian Chelston could be found. Originally, Orchard Cottage and its near neighbours, Glencray Cottage and Primrose Cottage, were thatched. They caught fire in April of 1942. St Gabriel's lost its roof and much of the first floor. Sadly, the other two were destroyed. A couple of hundred metres further on, arrived back to the Biggie Fountain to complete the circuit. This audio trail has been produced in association with Tailblazers, a social enterprise working to promote and celebrate the heritage and folklore of South Devon. We'd like to thank Torbay Lottery for their support with the project and Robin Emden and Jack Critchlow for their valuable contributions to the script. For more information about the Chelston Heritage Map, please visit our website at www.tailblazers.org.uk. That's Tailblazers, T-A-L-E, B-L-A-Z-E-R-S. Thank you for listening. Tailblazers is a community interest company set up to celebrate the folk tales of South Devon and Dartmoor. For more information about us, please visit our website at www.tailblazers.org.
tailblazers.org.uk. See you next time.